Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Edge Guide in Podcast. I'm Dr. Estella Shavu, and I'm so happy to share another Edge Guide in Podcast with you. Edge Guide in is the voice of emotional intelligence in Christ, and we give you messages each week that God has given to us to share with you. For more information on Edge Got In, go to uh, the, the Emotional Intelligence in Christ website and you can find information on that and also on other things in regards to the Edge Got In and Emotional Intelligence in Christ project. So I am so excited to share with you a, a podcast today about the meaning of Christmas. Uh, this is a very, very short podcast. But I wanted to just, a lot of times we lose focus during the Christmas holiday. And I just wanted to make sure we bring back the focus to the beautiful birth of our of Christ, who is our Savior, who will later die on the cross for us during Easter and save our souls. Um, so let's pray first. Uh, dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we come to you with thanks and praise. As we approach Christmas, we celebrate your birth with gratefulness and thankfulness. We pray that everyone has joy during this season, no matter what they are facing or have faced, knowing that you made the ultimate sacrifice of giving your son to be born this Christmas, and then allowing us to have the blessing of him dying on the cross for our sins. We ask that you give us the eternal peace that you promised, let, it, let us let it in through our behavior, and that we need not lean not on our own understanding, but we are filled with the knowledge, strength, and love, and peace and goodwill that you promised us no matter what season we are in. Amen. So Christmas is a time for celebration. You see lights, decorations, uh, all around the world, people are celebrating with carols and cheaters and Christmas uh, gift stores and um, markets. It's just a, a beautiful time of year. Um, for joy. And, uh, um, but among all that celebration, uh, we really lose focus on the true meaning of Christmas. And the true meaning of Christmas for us Christians is the birth of Christ. And although it is for Christians, it is for everyone because the message of Christ is salvation. And the message of Christ is love. And, and, and the love that you are experiencing this season is a gift that Christ gave to all of us. And, and he's modeled the behavior for us to follow. It is true peace, love, and joy during the holiday. It's good news for all people. So in this podcast, I'll just talk a little bit about the prophecy of Christ being born, um, how it is fulfilled, and then uh, move into how we can use emotional intelligence in Christ and some of the behavior modifications to truly act as Christ would. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you with thanks and praise. As we approach this Christmas season, we are approaching with gratefulness and thankfulness. We pray that everyone has a joy during this season, no matter where they are, what they're facing, what they have faced, knowing that you made the ultimate sacrifice for us by having, giving your only begotten son to allow us to have eternal peace. You say lean not on your own understanding, and I pray that you fill us with the strength, knowledge, and joy, and love to bring in the peace and the goodwill you have given to us, no matter what time or what season we are in. Amen.
So let's talk a little bit about the prophecy of the of Jesus's birth. Around the Bible, uh, the prophecy was promised to us, and in Numbers, it, it tells us three times that the Lord not only prevented Balaam from cursing Israel, but caused him to bless the people with great abundance and victory over their enemies. Well, at the time, this really enraged the king, who was Moab, of this prophecy of this savior, right? Because uh, when uh, it was spoken about him, it says um, that Jesus would be bright, would be a bright morning star. He would rise up from the nation of Israel, destroy, destroy all their enemies, and bring wicked to naught. Of course, that was going to enrage someone that didn't believe that during that time. Numbers 24, 17, 19 says, I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star will come out of Jacob and it will rise out of Israel. A ruler will come out of Jacob. We were also known of Jesus as the prophecy of the birth of Christ. In John 1, 9, 10, it says, A true light that gives light to everyone is coming to the world. He was in the world and through the world was made through him. So John was telling us by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit that God is coming and we need to prepare for his coming. So this was the true prophecy of Jesus being born in that manger and that celebration that we're doing. So the fulfillment of the promise is what we're really celebrating now. We're celebrating uh that his him being born in the major and when Christmas Day on the 25th of every year we take time to do that. Isaiah 53 uh is probably uh, one of the most famous examples of Christians claim to the Messiah's prophecy of, of uh, being fulfilled fulfilled. It speaks to us about this suffering servant that's going to come who suffers for the sins of others. Jesus is said to fulfill this prophecy through the death on his cross. And of course, right now we're in the season of his birth, but in Easter is a really great celebration because that's when he died for our sins. Isaiah 9, 6 tells us, For to us a child is born, and to us a son is given, and the, governor, the government shall be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Matthew 2, 13 also tells us, The angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up and take that child and his mother to escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, because Herod is in search to kill him. So Christmas is a reminder, as I mentioned, of the prophecy. And it's also a, a celebration of that prophecy being fulfilled. You see, when Christmas is this reminder that we were all promised the Prince of Peace who will give us peace. We must remember that because sometimes during this holiday, we get sad. We get sad for a lot of reasons. Some of us are suffering right now. Some of us have, have lost someone. Um, some of us are, are sick. Um, and, and, and many times, finances and financial situations take over you know we're distracted by the material things um and we feel sad because of this 
And this is when we really should gravitate more to the scriptures and the good news of God's promise, because the promise is for everyone. And I will talk to the poor. It is especially important that the poor realize this. Luke 4.18 says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom from prisoners and the recovery from the sight of the blind and to set the oppressed free. So that tells us that poor even you're poor during this holiday, God is there. He's got you. It tells you that if you're in prison, he's got you. He's going to let go, let, take you free from that bondage. And he's going to restore your sight. And that sight could be you seeing what is important versus what is not. And then that oppression and that sadness is oppression, right? He's going to relieve that from you. Finances and material things are temporary. All this stuff and all this glitter and glamour is temporary. But the true blessing of Christmas and Christ's coming is for eternity. And it's fulfilled even further when he dies on the cross for us. So how do we act on this promise by focusing our attention on love? And focusing our attention, our attention of what he asks of us. So let me tell you, there, there in the scripture, there's countless examples showing us how to act in love. It shows us how the behavior of Jesus and how he did that and how we are to model that behavior. Love is Jesus' greatest commandment and message for us. In Psalm 33, 5, it says, the earth is full, filled with unfailing love. So how do we act on God's love while we celebrate his birth? Well, God, it's simple, right? We just need to be emotionally intelligent. We need to make sure we use discernment instead of sadness. We need to make sure we know how to give and receive. And there are four areas that can help you do this in, in the emotional intelligence of Christ model. And that is, um, it teaches you how to honor and love Christ uh, in a way that he would have you do, and as he did for us. So let's talk about the first area, self-awareness and personal identity. Mark eleven twenty four 24 tells us, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe it and receive it, and it will be yours. Are we believing and receiving the peace that God promises during Christmas? Are we believing and receiving that we that we should love during Christmas. You see, the enemy's goal is to take away our personal identity in Christ and have us be what we're not. If you don't have a personal identity in Christ, then you don't know who you are and you're you're leaning on the flesh instead of the spirit. Our loss of identity causes confusion and lack of understanding of who we truly are. But with God's love, we can develop self-appreciation, acceptance, and confidence in who we are as God's child. And that allows us to grow, gain back, and maintain our emotional identification in Christ. And once we do that, we'll really truly understand the true meaning of Christmas. The next area is self-control and self-management. 
John 16, 33 tells us, these things I have spoken to you so that in me, you may have peace. You see, in this world, you have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. John 16 tells us that he has overcome any depression, any sadness, any poverty that you have in the world. He has overcome it. He's going to make your focus be different. And you're going to be able to overcome anger during the holiday season. You're going to be able to overcome oppression during the holiday season because you will know how to manage that behavior, manage your behavior and, and understand the behavior of others. Self-management requires us to be self-controlled and disciplined. Christ tells us that in him, there is peace. He says, in him, there is peace. So when we pause and let Christ in, we can show integrity, flexibility, adaptivity in any situation. You see, there's a method in EIC. It's the encounter identify behavior and how you course correct. And one of those steps right before that, that right after that encounter is that pause that allows us to be still and listen to God. Listen to the peace, listen to the love that he has for us. And then in any situation, again, we'll show integrity, we'll be flexible, and we'll be adaptable. The next thing that's really important to this season is the social awareness and altruism. This is the time where love is real. John's epistle tells us a lot about that, where he emphasized uh, those who say that they love God but do not, in turn, love those around them are liars. So we need to ask ourselves, am I a liar? Am I lying about loving others? Am I showing that in my behavior? Because when I love others, it's showing empathy, sensitivity, and appreciation. It takes us learning how to help and aid others holistically. So what better time is, is, is it to, it's, is to uh, show your altruistic spirit and, and the better and, and better time to show the act of God loves in this, this season of giving and receiving. And lastly, there's relationship management, Christ connection. And in this, we need to really remember that you can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. And that's in Philippians 4.13. Um, you see, developing relationships is hard. Maintaining relationships is hard. Sometimes there's strain. Sometimes there's stress. Um, uh, and during this holiday season, it brings all this because there's so much expectation during this season. So much expectation for us to be who sometimes we're not being because we lost our personal identity. Sometimes we're not giving because of our selfishness and our being a liar. And also sometimes we uh, run away from connections. We try to run away from it. Uh, but even during this time when it's hard, God says you can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. To build better relationships, we need to get along with others and we need to be that change catalyst to negate conflict and work toward collaborations and collaboration. And once we do that, we become and that we become that center of connection that brings people together and that loves and is able to be loved.
because sometimes we have trouble being loved. So I share all these four traits of emotional intelligence in Christ to help us love and spread the gospel during this season. We are so blessed that God even was born, that he gave us his son to later die on the cross for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have eternal life. John 3.16 What better time to experience peace and joy and to experience this during Christmas. Possibly the love that God has given to us in Christ and has exampled and the behavior we can model could be a good present back to him. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I look forward to a beautiful year next year. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.